Hi there, Dallas Travers here with a question for you. What's the point? The online space offers up countless strategies you could implement in your coaching business to bring in more clients, but what's the point of those strategies? This is a crucial question you've gotta ask yourself before you take on any marketing plan. If you don't, you could end up being really busy, doing a lot of work, and even generating results, but those results may not bring you any closer to your big goal if you don't connect the dots directly between the marketing plan and the goals themselves. So what's the point? That's the question I asked today's guest. Her name is Suzanne Dunlap. She's a novelist and a book coach. So Suzanne helps writers dig down to find the heart and soul of the story buried in their research so that they can craft it into a manuscript that will keep readers turning the pages. And she came into the conversation with two big goals. Her latest book will be released in August, and she wants to use that big event to accomplish these two things. Number one, sell books and get more traction for her writing. Number two, attract book coaching clients who wouldn't want to work with a book coach who's actually published several books, right? But these two goals, they created confusion and some overwhelm for Suzanne because she just wanted to do all the things right away at the same time. Can you relate to that? I know I can. But when Suzanne answered the question, what's the point? Things became very clear very quickly, and we came up with a super exciting goal-aligned marketing plan for her. I can't wait for you to find out what we came up with, so let's get down to it, shall we? Here's Suzanne Dunlap. Suzanne, welcome to Coaches on a Mission. I'm really excited to dive in with you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited too. Yeah. Okay. So you're at a very exciting place. So just to fill our listeners in, today is June 30th while Suzanne and I are meeting, and this is an exciting summer for you. Can you fill our listeners in on everything that's happening? Sure. I had some big changes in my life, but they also coincided with wanting to move forward with my business as a book coach. Mm-hmm. which just happens to coincide this summer with a book launch at the end of August. It's a big launch for me because I'm doing it a little differently than the launches I've done recently where I've sort of done them in a small way because I was either, I had been traditionally published and I decided to hybrid publish and self-publish and I was just kind of putting my books out there. But I saw this this launch, a different kind of uh, one that I think has a broader appeal, as also a way to help my business because I coach the kinds of things I write. But yeah, so (laughs) that's where I am at the moment. Okay. So we've got your book launching in about 60 days, right? Give or take. Okay. And you see a real opportunity to... It sure feels like you sh- you could and should be able to use your authority and credibility as a book coach to help promote the book that's coming out and use the fact that this book is dropping as a way to attract more coaching clients. Um, yes. Yeah. Great. So let's talk about how to do that today, shall we? Oh, yes, please. 
Okay, good. I want to get just a little bit of background because I, if I remember correctly, Suzanne, you're working with a publicist for this book launch. Is that accurate? That is accurate. And that's also something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. So, so that's sort of a learning curve. I don't know what to expect. I'm not sure it's going to be worth it in the end, but I decided to try, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. We don't have to go into too much detail, but, and you may not even know, but I'd love to get a sense of the promotional plan that the publicist will be working on. Just so we, I, I just want to get that full picture mm-hmm. if I can. Yeah. What can you share? I hear you. Mostly it's about getting me placements for guest blogs, guest articles, podcasts, that kind of thing. I'm also trying doing their book club thing where they've created a really nice book book club kit for me, I have to say. And we're going to do some trying to get book clubs to read my book and have me as a guest, that kind of thing. So it's not about, it's not really the social media side or anything. It's kind of like, you get me the places and I'll figure out and I'll start publicizing them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really just about helping you attract essentially third-party endorsements by being featured on podcasts and blogs and in book clubs. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great. So if you could knock your own socks off (laughs) and (laughs) almost have your like wildest dreams met around the launch of the book and how it impacts your business, what goals or dreams would you like to accomplish? That's such a big question. (laughs) It's a big question, and it's a really good question, but that's what I expect from you. (laughs) So I think in my wildest dreams of how this will all play out, I will have more exposure as an author and more opportunities, which then gives me much bigger cachet as a book coach. and. Also, at the same time, you see, one of the problems with being a book coach is that people don't really know what it is, that this totally. is pretty new. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's also an opportunity to educate people about what I do as a book coach. Yeah. And I would love to be known. I would love people to think, oh, historical fiction, book coaching. Oh, that's Suzanne Dunlap. <laughs> you know? Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Not that I don't coach other things. I need to say that. I coach other things besides, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, if if just from a marketing perspective, focusing in on an area of expertise makes it easier to attract clients. So I was talking to another book coach a couple of weeks ago and she was saying, so we were brainstorming a bit of like an Instagram strategy and I was using my, my, approach as an example, which wasn't very helpful because for me, you can go to someone's Instagram account and see in their profile if they're a coach. So I don't have to guess or assume if you are my target audience, you either are or you aren't. And it was really easy. But what we were talking about was how if you're a book coach, it's like no one is your target audience and everyone is your target audience. Right? And and they might be readers as well. That's the thing. You know, you don't yeah. want to just, you know. Yep. Yeah. It's tricky, but I think it's possible. So I propose that you and I work on a high level and then a micro level plan for you 
to leverage the book launch to A, help that bring more opportunities as an author, but B, help you attract more ideal clients into your coaching service. That would be kind of amazing. That would be awesome. Let's see what we can do. Inside the hive, there's a handful of coaches who are in the performing arts. They're either musicians or actors working and they coach other musicians or actors. And what I have found with, I can't think of any one of them where this isn't true. What I have found for them is what you said. The fact that I'm a working actor gives me a ton of credibility Mm -hmm. as a coach to help other actors. And I just really believe that the same is true in your circumstance here. We just have to figure out the messaging and the the customer journey here so folks don't get confused. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and if the answer is nothing, that's the perfect answer. But what, if any, plans do you already have in place when it comes to your marketing efforts around this book launch? Oh, so we're not talking about okay. the publicist, but you, Suzanne, or just, just me in the book. Well, actually, I have this very bizarre thing that I thought of doing, which I'm hoping will work. It's too complicated to explain here. But the arch rival of the heroine of my book that's coming out, I have a whole book's worth of material about her because it was originally going to be about her. So I decided I would create a series of novellas with her story. And use them as a kind of marketing thing for the book as well. So the first thing I've done, I'm still writing, I'm still editing because there's a lot of work to do. It's like 100,000 words worth. But I've sort of finished the first one and I'm using, planning to use BookFunnel to make a landing page on BookFunnel to get people to sign up for my email list and get this first novella free. It's a lead magnet, basically. Right. And as far as marketing goes, that's really the only marketing thing I'm doing. The rest, I mean, I'm also, because I'm sort of confused about my messaging, I haven't made a lot of plans for social media or anything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And what's the, uh, the other thing? I don't plan to spend advertising dollars because that doesn't usually work for books, you know? Yeah. Totally. It's more like yeah. being there. It's like, you know, if I can, getting out there, doing the, doing the blog tours and that sort of thing makes the most sense. Okay. Okay. So let's big picture this for a second. I'm making, I'm taking I a bunch of notes. I love you use big picture as a verb. <laughs> I love that you use big picture as a verb. <laughs> oh, you're such a writer, Suzanne. <laughs> no, I'm noticing my word choice. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) (laughs) So as I'm listening to you, we have two audiences that we're speaking to here, and there is a ton of potential for overlap. One audience is the reader, and the other audience is the writer. Is it okay if we use that language today to describe them? Okay, great. So what I'm thinking is leaning into this assumption that if I'm looking for a book coach, first of all, I don't even know what that is. And that's another episode for another day. But if I want to write a book, if I've been thinking about writing a book, right? Am I going to trust someone who just wrote a book and also has expertise as a coach? Or am I going to trust someone who hasn't written a book, but is telling me that they can coach me? So we're like leaning into this assumption that 
both give you more credibility. I wonder if, just so we don't confuse folks, because there really is, in my opinion, this rule that we give our audience one thing to do at a time. As soon as they have more than one choice, then they're just likely to choose option number three, which is nothing. So does it land for you to design the client journey here? So when I say client, I mean writers who hire you to begin with introducing them to your book. So we treat them as a reader first. We get them on your list. So this book launch can be used as a big list building push, assuming that a meaningful percentage of the people who opt into your novella, who buy the book, who who join the book club, a meaningful percentage of them are at least curious about writing their own book. Does that feel like like the the straightest path we can walk down? Well, I think so too, because the one obvious thing is that all writers are readers, but not all readers are writers. So by going heavily on the reader group, you're going to attract some writers, I hope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing I heard you say was you don't really have plans for a big, good idea, not investing in ads. I sometimes I feel like ads are a get rich quick scheme that is more like a Ponzi scheme, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you don't really have a, a focus on social. So I propose that we lean as hard into, I'll call it infiltrating, like infiltrating already established communities instead of trying mm-hmm. to, with this short notice, quickly like create your own following on Instagram, mm-hmm. for example. Okay. So you mentioned these mini novellas. Was your intention to sell the second one on, or tell me more about the plan there. Yeah, I, I am still evolving <laughs> what I'm going to do with that. My idea, I still haven't figured out the exact platform, although I think I'm getting there. My idea is to give the first one away and then do a membership type thing to in order to get the others. So I'm never going to make them available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's not expensive. I mean, I'm talking $1.99 each or for six months, you know, for to get all six episodes or whatever. But I haven't figured out the logistics of it exactly yet. Yeah. But I I want it to be something the general public cannot get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Explain like the strategy or the, or your thinking behind this. It's a combination of sort of self-serving <laughs> and uh-huh. also playing on maybe the curiosity aspect. Because what will be interesting to me is how many people will say, yeah, I want to do this concurrently. I haven't read the book yet, but I want to see the other side. And how many will read the book and go, huh, I wonder if this is true about this, about her arch rival, her other, this other person, and then sort of come on board for the novellas as a yes. gloss on the, on the book. Mm-hmm. Did I answer your question? Yeah, no, I just asked you about your thinking behind it. So a concern that I have, yeah. let's iron this out. A concern that I have is by having the novellas, how do I know where to go first? Like I'm a reader, perhaps a novelist one day. What's the marketing plan around the novellas? Because what I don't want it to do is eat into the marketing plan around the book or create confusion in some way. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that's partly also I'm thinking about the timing 
of, yes. of the novellas. So I want to get my email list built up more before the book launch, if I can. I mean, I have like 438 people on it. I'd like to have more. I keep kind of stuck around that mark. And I was thinking of offering the free one, but then not actually starting the other, the others. So they w- could have read the first one and gotten a taste of it. Anybody who opted in for that, mm-hmm. and then say the others are coming at a certain at, at a certain distinct point in the future, yeah. like two months after the book launches, yeah, or a month after the book launches. Yeah. So if we look at this through the lens, uh, let's pretend these weren't books and these were courses for mm-hmm. this is an example, mm-hmm. right? So one strategy here would be I'm going to sell this intro course, right? It's a low <laughs> price point. It sets people up to experience traction. It's a great introduction to my work. I'm going to get people into that program first. From there, now that they're in an experience with me, they can upgrade into the larger offering. So people are just walking down a path with you. So what I'm wondering is, can we get more time, like another excuse to promote your book by stacking these? So phase one before the book launches in August would be all about promoting the book itself. It's pre-launch. Right. And we can talk about what that might look like, but that's phase one. And then you're going to be more familiar than I am. So I'm just going to throw this date out there. But then, so for 90 days or for 60 days, we're all in using the book as the lead magnet, if you will. We're using the book as the excuse to talk. We're using the book as the topic that we talk around. We're using something adjacent to the book to add people to your list. Once they're on your list, they can move into phase two, where you're doing two things simultaneously. One is talking about this arch nemesis and the novellas to get people more highly engaged. And two is like dropping, planting little seeds about your journey as a writer and how it has mirrored the journey of so many of the clients that you have also helped write the book. Right. So we're having this like a behind the scenes conversation, essentially. And then that we can set up where the people on your list who are author curious (laughs) or book coaching curious, they can self-identify. And that now you've got this segment of your list that you can market more directly the coaching to. But I think we can get more out of this if we market one thing at a time in these three phases. How does that land for you? I think that makes a lot of sense. And, and that the timing of this was something I was struggling with. And, you know, there's conflicting reasons why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I feel like I have to write Elizabeth's story and get it out there as well. So, yeah. so there's this kind of other authorly purpose behind it, which I think might could muddy the waters to them for the marketing purpose if you see mm-hmm. I mean. yeah, um, yeah that's my sense that's my sense is it could create confusion so what would it take for you to know that you're getting this story out and be okay getting it out in the right timing so more people can hear the story yeah. and enjoy yeah. the story yeah it makes total sense i can be a very impatient impulsive person so so not 
hitting the go button is probably a good idea for me. So yeah. I, relate. I relate to that. Definitely. <laughs> okay. So let's talk for a minute now. The book is launching. Your publicist is driving the, the placements train, right? Supposedly. What can we just, what can we design as an incentive for folks to get on your email list as we ramp up to the launch of the book? That is such a good question. And I wish I could answer it. <laughs> well, I have actually what I've done and, and I don't know whether it's attractive because I haven't really, I haven't pushed it around. I haven't done much with it as I have an audio book, which I've created, which is going to launch at the beginning. And it's because I've created it. I can get codes for free audio books. And that's something that costs me nothing. It's not like sending them a book in the mail. Yeah. I have on my pop-up right now is join my email list before August 30th and you could win a free audiobook of The Portraitist. But I don't know if that's enough to actually attract people because it's a sort of like, eh, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Well, what would be the reason not to give everyone the audiobook? It's a question, not a suggestion. But... Well, I have a limited number of codes I can give out. Okay. Because it's, yeah. Got it. Okay. I think there's something here. So. The other, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because what I yeah. could, what I can do, I have access to all the files because I had it done. I, you know, it was wonderful. I just loved having this audiobook made with this gorgeous voice. Not me. <laughs> and I could actually excerpt the first yeah. chapter. Yeah. Or even like the first three or two, right? Yeah, so or something like that. Like yeah. I love that idea. I also wondered about so a couple other things to throw out there. I don't know why the term town hall is coming to me. I, that doesn't make sense. But so I'm picturing your website and there's a big countdown timer on your site for the day the book launches. I'm thinking of motionmailapp.com. And I don't know if that timer embeds it could be just for email so for yeah, WordPress, there's probably a wordpress oh, program that would do that easily yeah, yeah. so yeah. i go to your site it's a countdown timer for the book so now we're like tapping into a little bit of urgency mm -hmm. so it's get on the list to be like the first to know when the book drops and get a preview the first three chapters the audio version and then what if you had some sort of online this is where the town hall piece comes in, where it's maybe you could have one of your fellow book coaches interview you the night before, where it's like online and it's a, a summit or a town. I don't yeah. know why I want to call it a town hall well, so bad. I know. It's so interesting because I am, I'm planning an online book launch, but yeah. with, through this writers in progress place that I teach at. But that's not going to happen until October. <laughs> yeah. So what I was planning, and I haven't even started doing it yet because it's so much work. I love to do a presentation that really goes into the history. And I want to show them my artist's paintings and her rival's paintings and do a whole sort of thing about them. Yes. Okay. Here's what I propose. And you're completely allowed to say no to this. Step one, and I just want to break this down here. Step one would be, we're trusting the publicist is getting you a lot of placements. So now where do we send folks? So I happen to read a guest blog that you write. Where are you going to send me? The place you're going to send me is 
your website, the homepage becomes a giant like landing page for your lead magnet. It's got a countdown timer and it's got the invitation to opt in to the portraitist. This is a terrible name, but like the insiders club or the charter members, some sort of like exclusive backstage pass kind of name, right? Yeah. In there, I get a notification when the book drops. I get a VIP ticket to a two-part event. I'm giving you more work. Hold, I'm going to flesh that out in a second. A two-part event, plus I get the first three chapters by audio right away. Mm-hmm. What if this two-part event... Sorry, my because I went off on thinking of a title for the I was an advertising copywriter for 20 years. So I immediately go to the the words, you know? (laughs) So I was thinking something like behind the canvas or something like that. Uh, You know, a sort of a. Yes. Perfect. Love it. So this two part event, because I'm also thinking about where you're going to get book coaching clients. And can we start planting the seeds for that very early on without muddying the messaging waters? So if you did this two-part of, um, go. Yeah. I just have to tell you something that I'm actually doing on July 21st. I'm okay. actually doing a uh, webinar through Author Accelerator where I am, for their mini blueprints, where I am doing a presentation and also going to be live coaching two writers I know who are like best-selling authors who I work with. Mm-hmm. So... I'm doing that. So maybe that's a place to sort of to send them from to, and the people, I, I don't know how many people will sign up though. That's maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. I no, but I like that you're thinking this way. So once we figure out what this list building funnel looks like, mm-hmm. then you've got one thing to talk about between now and the day the book comes out. And that right. is the book is coming out sign up for behind the canvas. The book is coming out, sign up for behind everywhere you go. That Mm -hmm. is the place you drive people. So this is what Mm -hmm. I think where people fall short when they hire a publicist is we just sort of assume, okay, I'm featured in Forbes and then everything's like, my life is different tomorrow. And that's not how it works. We have to drive, (laughs) we have to drive people to an event or to our list. So what Mm -hmm. I want to focus on here is what is that event And it's this, my proposition to you is, there are these different elements. One, they get the audio chapters. Two, they get a ticket to an online Zoom event where on Thursday, you're showing them the artist's painting. You're really taking them behind the scenes of the book. Friday, have one of your colleagues come in and interview you about your writing process. Mm-hmm. so that the writer, the readers who could also be writers, they get something and the book is center stage here. How does that land for you? It sounds really good. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? 
These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called the Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, the Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and the Coach Class will show it to you. Registration is open this week, so again, and the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. Okay, great. Let me summarize this for you and for our listeners and for me so we can all ground in here. We just proposed an idea for a lead magnet for you that is the thing you will discuss when you're coaching at Author Accelerator, when you're guest blogging, any placements your publicist gets you. The goal is to drive folks to this special launch event where they get early access to some audio chapters, where they get to attend this two-part Zoom series. One is really taking them behind the scenes of the characters in the book and the the story. Mm -hmm. And then the other is taking them behind the scenes of what it's like to write a piece of historical fiction as as an author. So now it's like, it's a big conversation, but we're directing people in one place. And I think this is really in service to you building your list, having a platform to talk about the book, and also beginning the stages of finding out who in this community that's supporting the book could be a future writing client. What if any ideas or questions or concerns do you have about what we've discussed so far? I think it sounds really amazing. I think I have a lot of work to do, but that's okay. Of course, my brain also goes to how am I, exactly am I going to get that excerpt put together of the audio? Mm-hmm. But that's a technological problem, but I think that's something I can solve. And packaging that, as it were. Mm-hmm. Let's go through so if my, it would be helpful. just going off in like 60 directions here. Sorry. Completely. <laughs> I think it would be helpful if we just began creating a checklist of different pieces of this puzzle, because there are a few little pieces that could easily get overlooked as well, and I don't want you to miss anything. So would it be helpful if we created a bit of a to-do list for you around this? That would be so helpful. (laughs) Okay, Okay, great. I'm big on to-do lists. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good. I love lists. So (laughs) let's look at this like one piece at a time. I want to start by saying, for me, the first step here is to just integrate for yourself, just setting the commitment and having the words for it. What's the point here? The point here when I'm talking about the book coming out is to get people to sign up for this event because it would be so easy to kind of get distracted and just talk about the book and think that what we're doing is promoting the the book, but that does not build your list. Yes. Dallas, I have to tell you something. One of the first two questions we ask when we're coaching a client is what's the point? (laughs) (laughs) Good. <laughs> and I would not have thought of asking that about the, in this particular thing. So, but it's like, duh, it makes perfect sense. 
Right. Great. So what is the point? The point here is I'm leveraging my book launch to grow my list of readers and future writers. So just like locking that in for yourself as you take on this project, because it would be so easy to lose the threads. This is so so great because in my mind, I had two separate points, as it were, the point of getting readers and the point of finding writers. Mm -hmm. And doing it this way, oh, it just, ah. It just makes so much sense. Great. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. (laughs) So for me, the next action item would be to communicate that point to the publicist, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Communicate that point to the publicist so that they have your back. And again, you're reminded with every placement, the thing you're promoting. Yes, you're talking about the book, but the thing you're promoting is this launch event. Mm -hmm. That's how people are going to get on your list. Okay. For me, step three is finding an audio engineer. So you can just get that mysterious project out of your head and into the hands of someone who knows how to do that. Does that feel right to you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, it's one of those things that I could figure it out and do it myself, but who wants to spend the time? You've got some writing to do. So I don't have time for that. (laughs) No. Okay, so then I think the next phase is the tech setup, or probably finding a colleague who will agree to interview you. Like, let's get that figured out. That's and easy. Date. I have yeah. that down. <laughs> okay, great. So I'm just writing down like event dates and who's the support staff at that online event. And this is easy. This is you in your living room on Zoom. It can be intentionally intimate and therefore very impactful. So it does not have to be any more than a Zoom room. Now we need to get into some of the tech stuff. So, and maybe you can use BookFunnel for this. I'm not sure. If not BookFunnel, you can use your WordPress site or perhaps lead pages. But we need Mm -hmm. to create a landing page for this event so that when folks opt in, they get the things you've promised. (laughs) They get added to your list and they get nurtured so that they come to the actual live event. Right. Yeah, I think I have a couple of choices of how to do. I don't think I can do it through book funnel because it's very focused on delivering books. But I think I can do it in mail or light in my email thing. They do landing pages. They have all that sort of stuff and workflow, you know, messaging and workflows. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, Suzanne. Mm-hmm. And so one thing you can bring to a hive call in July is your copy for your landing page, and I'm happy to review it. Okay. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. So I read a guest blog that you've written. I go to your site. I opt in for this behind the canvas launch event. When mm-hmm. I opt in, I immediately receive the audio chapters. And then the next mm-hmm. step for you, I think this is step five, is to write that nurture email sequence so that people stay excited. They want to support the book and they really want to come to the event. Yeah. Yeah. How did I know I was going to end up with more work after I talked to you? I know. <laughs> but it's I okay. Know. It's okay. Yeah. Having a plan is okay. It, it makes me Having a plan is yeah. okay. Yeah. At least you don't have to spend any energy trying to figure out what to do. Now we just have to Yeah. Just do have to the do things. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so my invitation here because you're still working on the novellas, it's a big deal to have a book coming out. There's a lot happening. Mm -hmm. I say we 
table the conversation about phase two promoting the novellas and phase three, even the book coaching, because you can come to a hive call. We can iron that out. We can even bring you back on the show because inquiring minds will want to know. Um, But (laughs) let's let's get this big event formulated and going, and then we can look at the next phases. There's something else I really love about the idea of waiting on the novellas. And it, you mm. know, it's something that it's like, I should have thought of this myself. One of those things is that yeah. it's really hard to keep interest going after a launch for a book and to have something like this, it sort of draws it out a little bit more. And, yeah. you know, that it's actually in terms of just the book and all of that, it's, it's actually a smart idea. I'm so glad. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. It can get to the point of like, hi, me again. Did I mention I have a book? Would you like to buy it? Like, what else are you supposed to talk about? Right. But by dropping (laughs) these novellas in the coming months, it gives you an excuse to have a different version of this conversation. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. What, if any other items do you want to discuss related to our plan or what questions do you have? Oh, golly. Can I have a team to help me? <laughs> Just thinking that, I wonder if it would be worthwhile. Okay, so a couple of places where I have found really reliable project-based support. Because mm-hmm. there are like a lot of skilled VAs. They don't do just per project things like this. But Upwork has been a really oh, yeah. valuable resource. So I would look at yeah, Upwork. Yeah, I know Upwork. First. Yeah. And just to see if you can get someone who is, yeah, the audio engineer piece, but also the someone who is an expert with MailerLite and WordPress, who can really just dig into the tech side of what we've designed here. So now all you have to think about is, is the writing side, yeah. the, the copy yeah. and the writing. I think that would mm-hmm. be worth the investment. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know Upwork, I got a really great person to help me reconfigure my website through there. And great. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Great. So let's try Upwork. And then if you have any issues or problems, you can let me know, but maybe Belay too, B-E-L-A-Y. That's a virtual assistant, like placement service. I don't know if I they know, do. I think I know them, but they're super mm-hmm. expensive as I Are recall. They? But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Upwork is good. Worth every penny. Choice. Worth every penny, yeah. Belay, if you're listening. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, yeah. But it, it's a question of where you are, you know. I mean, because that's, that's the sort of thing that I would love to be able to do at some point. But Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to speak to this delegating in Upwork because I can almost feel some of our listeners thinking, oh, I tried Upwork before and I didn't find everyone. Mm-hmm. Like most relationships. The first person you meet is not the person you end up with, right? Mm -hmm. But I have found that the more specific one can be in describing what they're looking for, the easier it is to find a perfect match service provider. So the fact that we're looking specifically for someone with expertise and experience with WordPress and MailerLite, that narrows the field right? And it's just, they're like yes or no questions, right? So it makes it a lot easier to find someone and then determine if they're a fit. So I think you'll be in good shape with Upwork. Yeah. Great. I think so. 
would it be helpful just in terms of accountability? Would you like to, once you get this recording to design your to-do list and maybe attach deadlines to these steps? And then you can share that inside of our Hive Facebook group. And I'm happy to give to give feedback. I have a feeling sure. that when we both see it in writing, something else might come up, but I'm, I'm happy yeah. to give feedback if that would be helpful to you. Yeah, that would be great. Yes. I have, I, I'm also addicted to notion. So I, I do a lot of planning in the in notion. And so that's like a, it's a perfect thing to do in there. So in that. Okay, great. Suzanne, I'm really excited about your book coming out, and I'm really excited to see how this plan, this first phase of the plan helps bridge that gap between like, how do I market to readers and how do I also market to writers? Yeah, thank you. It's just, (laughs) it's a huge amount of clarity for me Mm -hmm. to do it this way. Because right. I was literally sort of spinning my head around. Oh, I got to do my book. Oh, I got to. You know, I was sort of like shifting back and forth between those two things. Mm-hmm. So this is actually makes so much sense. So just as we wrap up for our listeners, the takeaway for all of us here is a the power of a plan, the power of doing one thing at a time, and connecting the dots more linearly, right? Because we came into this conversation and everything overlapped. And if we can just stretch that out and create a linear line, it's easier to get into action. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for yes. having on the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome. Really great. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. And to all of our listeners, if you would like the first three chapters in an audio version of Suzanne's book. We will put a link to that in the show notes. So show her some support and definitely check that out. See, see how easy it is. Oh, I <laughs> know. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Dallas. <laughs> now I'm absolutely set for it. Yeah. For Here's sure. your accountability. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thanks, Suzanne. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.